Well, good morning. You're listening to The Buzz, and I've got Dennis and Adam from Marsalis in studio with me. Good morning, gentlemen. Good, good morning. morning. It's early. Right? Hey. Yes. <laughs> We're up, though. Oh, Doing man. It. So, you guys, last time I talked to you, won the, well, last time I talked to you was before you won the Northwest Album of the Year, or Northwest Music Scene Album of the Year. How's that been for you? How how exciting was that hearing the announcement? No, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, we're very super exciting. No very, joke. Like we're looking at each other, kind of grinning. Yeah, ear very to humbled. Ear. Well, yeah. you guys put in a lot of work for it. I think the most notable thing was how much promotion you guys did. Let's talk about that a little bit and getting yourself out there because more than any other band I've seen, you guys are always putting something on your Facebook, always something on your Instagram. You guys are just all about content. So, what's the process for you guys? I mean, I think that it's really important to have something out there for people that are into your music, you know, besides just the music. And uh, a lot of bands, it's something that I feel like they don't have time for, they don't have the energy for, or they just feel it's not important. But I mean, I think we all look at, we're in 2017 and yes, music is important, but there's so much more to that as far as, you know, who you are as a band, who is you, who you are as musicians and you know, for us, you know, we're not on tour. We're not touring the world right now. So what are we doing between shows? You know, we play between Portland, Seattle and Vancouver, BC. And when we're not playing a show, you know, what else is going on? We're always busy doing something, but I think it's important to show people, show people that are into our music and into us and what we're doing, show them that we're doing things and, and, it's also a way for us to show a different side of us than just the performance, just the music. You know, you get to see our grinning faces and kind of get a peek behind the scenes of what we're doing and who we're working with as far as, you know, new material or, you know, getting ready for a show or, you know, just, it's just kind of fun. I think people like it. And if they like it on the social media, if they share it, you know, bonus, it's awesome. I think you guys even got our program director, Trevor up on like the boomerang thing now. He's yes. posting those like crazy. He's like, hey, look at my dog. He's catching the ball by himself. <laughs> did we do that? <laughs> no, uh, Trevor did. Okay. But yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. got him on the boomerang thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was, because yeah. uh, Teresa, Teresa, our keyboard player, who's not with us this morning, um, she showed me the boomerang. And so, I mean, she's she's the guilty party, I'm sure. It's, it's all her fault, but. It's cool. Like, I think the favorite one I've seen so far is like, uh, Adam, is you and Teresa just holding up a couple of times, just going up and down. It, mm-hmm. it caught my eye. It worked. Yeah. And I mean, that's, uh, and that was when we had the snowstorm. Yeah. So she came over to my place and we live pretty close to each other. And hey, why don't we do something in the snow? Like, yeah, yeah, it snows here every year, but like just the timing was so epic. And it's such a beautiful, I, I thought it was just, we should go out in the snow and do something. I don't care what it is. It'd be fun. So, yeah, I'm glad to get some feedback that you like that. It was great. And let's talk about the album itself since it it won, again, Northwest Music Scene Album of the Year. Listening to a lot of bands between live and uh, and the recorded album, a lot of times you can definitely hear the difference. But when I heard you guys live at the Pledge Drive show a while back and I listened back to your album, it sounded pretty damn straight on, like, I closed my eyes and it almost sounded exactly like the recording. How much practice time went into that? I mean, we work really hard on, on making sure our live set mimics and recreates what you hear when you listen to our record. It's a big deal. You know, we want it to be re- re- resembling what you listen to when you do, you know, put the CD in, a, in your CD player or you listen to the MP3 or when you're you're on Spotify and you're, you're streaming our song. 
So recreating that atmosphere is important to us. So we rehearse. We've got a, gr a great set of musicians that care tremendously about creating that energy mm -hmm. and creating that atmosphere. And so we work really hard to, to do that. So it's gr I'm glad you, you recognize that. I'm glad you appreciated that and you um, enjoy it. So it's what we always try to do with every show. Any music we do, we do uh, present is that we're presenting it in a way that, that resembles what you're hearing when you can, whenever you decide you want to listen to it online. Now, do you guys have a follow-up? Because, you know, new year, new album, right? <laughs> <laughs> 2017. Yeah, this yeah. day and age. I mean, it used to be you could probably go a year and a half, maybe even two years between releases. But nowadays, it seems like you you need to have more more music, more content more often. I think it's something we thrive on. It's something we subscribe to, to having, like Adam was alluding to earlier, it's, it's constant content. You want to keep people engaged. You want to keep your fans engaged. And it's important because we're in a society now where you need to have stuff out there. You got to compete with constant content. People are constantly putting stuff out there. So for us, it's important for, it's important to, um, to continue to put quality though. We're not just going to want to put something out mm -hmm. there that just for the sake of doing it. Uh, for us, it's it's very purposeful. Our music, our you know, the songwriting, the lyric, lyrical content, um, means a tremendous amount to us. So it it's it needs to be something we feel and uh, we we want we'll, we'll are willing to get behind. So we are working on a new record right now. We've got our uh, so we have seven songs selected. We're going to dwindle down to five. We might have some some options for the other two, but the uh, five songs we've selected now we're we're kind of we're in the phase of we're getting close to vocals so we're we're right there about 80 percent oh so, wow yeah we're, we're getting close to finalizing that material we feel really good about it it's going to be a, a, a really awesome next step we're excited and thrilled to share it with our fan base and everybody else out there we think it's gonna it's gonna be impactful now something i like to ask bands is during the recording process what sort of munchies do you bring in with you because staying <laughs> staying energetic staying Staying well-fed, well-fueled is super important. So, favorite studio munchies? Are you even allowed to eat in the studio? Is that a... I, I have no... <laughs> Dennis is laughing at me. This Anytime recording comes up, I'm the weirdo. I generally don't enjoy the recording process all that much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there's a bunch of musicians out there that are shaking their heads. But hey, we all are, we're, we're all into our own thing. Right? It's a job, man. For me... It's so much less real than the performance at the shows. I get all my enjoyment from being on stage, interacting with the, the people that come out to the shows that are digging the music or trying to make that connection with someone who might just be laying back, wondering if they like you or not. Hmm, I'm gonna let this band prove themselves to me. Like, I like trying to make that connection. So for me, I try to stay out of the studio as much as possible, but I mean, I like to try to stay healthy. So if there's like a teriyaki place nearby, try to get the veggie dish or something. But who, okay. are, who are we kidding? Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's all bad for you. <laughs> See, I'm completely different. I'm I'm my hero is Brian Wilson. You know, I, I'm a I'm a studio junkie. I'm a songwriting junkie. I love just the art of putting everything together that's in my head um, for the music and songs. Are right. So I think uh, for me. The breaks always seem to come. You run off, you get something to drink. It's usually unhealthy. The snacks are unhealthy. <laughs> Everything about it's the gas station that's closest it's to the studio. Always and there's a gas a, station. There's a gas station that's pretty close to our studio. Or the teriyaki right shop now. next to the gas station. Well, there's a Chinese. It's a Chinese. That's actually Sorry, a Chinese restaurant. My bad. The Chinese restaurant. Is it like the greatest seafood ever? <sighs> It's it's got the funniest name, but a Come great on, food, a great great Chinese food. <laughs> there's a studio next to our studio up there. It's, there's about uh, 
three or four different places. You can get Subway, you can get Chinese food, and we can get uh, you can get um, gas station, which. <laughs> Up in Canada, gas stations are pretty nice, so uh, it's good food. You sounded a little Canadian when you said that. I know, that too. I guess so. I think it's an uh, SO station. Yeah, there's there's well, good food. We always go grab Tim Hortons or we grab some yeah, Tim Canadian there candy bars yeah. and some ketchup chips and go for it. There's always a run to Tim Hortons like on the way home. Yeah, always. Always. We always do that. And it doesn't back. matter what hour it is. We always stop. Doesn't matter how late it is. Every time. <laughs> it, it's always Tim Hortons. It's always Timmy's. So maybe it's Tim's. Maybe yeah, that's Tim Hortons. Well, I've got to do that with uh, Carlos Jr. every time I head down towards Portland. Yeah. Because like yeah. there's one somewhere in Tacoma, but then it's always just there's. Other than that, they're always just strung out in between here yeah. and like Portland. So yeah. I, I get it. You what's always your, have to make that one stop. So what's your Carl's Jr. like go to? Yeah. You what's have your go to? There's one with like jalapenos. It's got like onion rings on it and. I have, almost have to take a couple of onion rings off because otherwise I have to unhinge my jaw like a snake. <laughs> Too many. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm talking to Dennis and Adam from Marsalis, but you guys are also from the band Moneta, and you're celebrating a very special anniversary. Ten years is a long time, guys. Well, we're we're not actually in that band. No, we're no. we're friends with Moneta. You're friends with Moneta. Yeah, we have had some run-ins with them as far as playing with them. <laughs> yeah, okay, bad to I, play the I, show. I, I've backed up for them a, one or two times on bass, but we've known those guys forever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, our sh- yeah, our band Truce played with them a couple yeah. times back. Oh, in the, that's what it was. Okay, very, yeah, yeah, you're very probably intertwined with like, them. very uh, intertwined sure. with them. We got a lot of a lot of familiarity with them. You know, great guys, good band. Um, yeah, we're excited to be part of that bill. We're very, very excited to be part of it. Uh, it's the second time we played the Crocodile with Moneta, and, mm-hmm. and I think for Adam and I, it's it's we've played at, with that band or in that you know for quite a for quite a while, a few years now. So yeah, it's yeah, they're super close then. Okay, yeah, and they that's have, what it was. You know, members of that band or you know everyone's played with a bunch of different people, and there's yeah. been different bands made of that band that we've all cross cross paths and everything. Yeah. So good, so yeah, good guys. for them it's like. I mean, ten years. Doing like I'm it. thinking, ten years ago, what was I doing? I'm just like, oh crap! I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's when they were getting going. And before that, they were all in bands that were doing stuff beforehand too. So they're bringing people out of the woodworks as far as you know, people that aren't part of their current group per se, are coming back to fill in to play previous albums. You know, when they first started oh, wow. and things. So fans of that band who have been with them through the legacy of the last ten years. They're going to get to see like, you know, original members of, you know, first album, you know, moving forward. All those guys are going to be there, which is pretty cool because some of the people that, you know, we first started playing with in the scene, especially me, were in kind of that first lineup. So, you know, seeing them again is going to be really exciting. Well, let's talk about how, like, where would you guys like to be 10 years from now? Realistically speaking, 10 years from now, Adam, Dennis, you guys are still in Marsala, still doing your thing. Are you talking world tours? Are you talking like living out in UK somewhere? Where would you guys like to be? Because the loaded question. Yeah, that's a that's a loaded question. I think Adam and I have a very similar vision on what it, what it means to be successful in music, and it's not. I mean, we enjoy the the ability to the ability to live here and 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 do it on a local level, but we we both have have aspirations to do it on, a, on another level and i think you know if those there's opportunities presented themselves in time and we're able to capitalize on them i mean we'd love to be to be a touring band we'd love to be touring all over the world i mean if the if it if the opportunities allowed us to do that and they made sense and yeah i mean 
we're musicians. I mean, when it comes down to playing music and being musicians, I mean, we're still doing it. We're still playing music and we've been doing it since, I mean, I've been doing it since 1998 and I have been playing live music since then. I don't get that. I think Adam's been playing. I don't know how long have you been playing? Since the fifth grade. It's the fifth grade. Whatever man. that there means. You go. Whatever that is. I mean, we just, it's in our blood. It's what we love to do. It's, it's part of who we are. It's our fabric. It's our identity. So we want to be playing music as long as we can. If it's 10 years from now, if it's 20 years from now, 10 years from now, as long as we're still playing and, and doing it on a relevant level and putting out good music that people can, can enjoy and identify with, then in our opinions, that's a success. If it's, if it's touring the world, if it's, if it's playing sold out shows in Seattle and Portland, then great. Yeah, there's something, you know, there's different types of people, just, you know, there's different types of musicians, just like there's different types of people and everybody wants something different. And we want to do what we do as big as we can and do it as happily as we can. The best we can. You know, the best we can. And, you know, whatever that means, that's what it's going to be. And something that, you know, we talk about all the time, you know, we've seen a lot of people come and go in like, you know, the scene, if you yeah. call, if you call it that. Or just musicians in general where, hey, you know what? They say, I've had this conversation with people. It's weird. Hey, you know what? If this band I'm in right now doesn't make it, and I put make it in quotes, if this band doesn't make it, I'm done. That's intense. It's hard for me to not be a jerk and say, why are you playing music? Like, that's the only reason. Dennis and I will play music till we can't physically do it anymore. It doesn't matter if we're world touring or if we're playing in coffee shops, it's going to happen until we can't do it anymore. And I feel, you know, I feel like I can legitimately speak for the rest of our bandmates that they feel the same way. Absolutely. So whatever it, whatever it means, it doesn't matter. We'll be doing it and we'll make it so where we enjoy it, no matter what it is. Well, how has being able to play changed since, well, Adam, since the fifth grader, since the nineties, Dennis? Because you guys have, it's been, what, 20 years since then. How has it changed, the being being able to play? Is it like a time commitment thing or getting people together? Is it just booking gigs? I think it's different in the sense of how you, the amount of time you put into it. I think back when I first started to play, it was a completely different atmosphere. I mean, the major labels still run the scene, and they still ran everything. You wanted to get signed. It was a big deal. And then when um, when Truce was playing and, and and fairly relevant, and Adam was part of that group as well with me, um, it was it, that still remained the case. And we, we we got signed to a major label. It was that was what we wanted to do. We did it. it. Happened. Didn't work out like we thought we would. But that's only because everything was changing at that time. We literally were we were caught in that um, that change. So once the consolidation started to happen and all these major labels started becoming one, then. And they started realizing, wow, people are selling singles online digitally. <laughs> and it's not about record sales anymore. It's not about that album. It's not about the Jewel Case CD, you know, selling one, two, three million copies. It's about who's who's doing well online. The content, the constant, everybody wants something different now. You're, you, everybody's, uh, their attention spans are shorter. And people want something different and cool now. Because tomorrow, something may come out that's way better than what you just did yesterday. And so when you're battling something like that, it's, it's really great because you have the ability to sit at home with great equipment and create content and create something that captures people's imaginations. And you can do it rapidly. And you can still do it at high quality if you have the right equipment with good content versus having to go spend money somewhere some labels money to create something that's great that it captures attention so that 
it takes longer to create that content of quality with the major label back in the 90s and the early 2000s so all the way up to like the maybe the mid to late 2000s versus now it doesn't take as long because Macklemore can go out there and put together a home video with an iPhone for one of his songs after having some really cool music videos that he literally created on a string get signed get distribution not even get signed get distribution do it all on his own win Grammys Chance the Rapper doesn't even release a record doesn't even release a record and wins three Grammys. Like that's insane. You know, if you think about where we came from, from like the late '90s till that, till Chance the Rapper, it's so drastically different. So what it tells you is that anybody can do whatever they want as long as there's something that people can grab onto. Is the content good enough? Is the content something people can relate to, can gravitate towards, and, uh, and identify with? And as long as you can do that and present material that does that to you, then you can be relevant and you can be relevant often before somebody else can tell you whether or not you can be relevant to be relevant often. Someone's going to put money behind that and capital. You're looking for a bank to give you a loan versus now you don't need a loan anymore. You can do it all by yourself. Yeah, shoot. If you got a microphone in the bathroom, you're a recording artist now. You got a podcast. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, totally. That's and what I you mean, have. It's, it's actually really cool. And, you know, I feel like we've been talking about this for years as far as the whole you can do it yourself now, but you can it's like up to you like what do you want to do do you want to play coffee shops and do it you know just chill do you want to go big you know there's bands out there that have full-time career jobs and they tour one or two months a year and they just put the career on hold and they like people say oh you got to tour 367 days a year like you have to tour all the time in event like, no you don't you don't have to do that unless you want to and that's okay you know and i feel like we've been approached by a lot of people asking you know hey, what is success to you and how long are you gonna play music and how things have changed and what's your goal and things like that. Like, why don't you guys tour? It's like, well, we don't necessarily need to tour right now. You know, maybe the opportunity would come up and things will change. I'm like, oh, heck yeah, let's go down to LA and back. But, you know, right now we just released an EP in May. We're working on our second. Like there's so much, you know, possibilities of what could happen. It's almost like let's just take one step at a time, and, and there are worse places know. to be in than Seattle, right? Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. Any night, any night of the week in Seattle, you can go to a show. Yeah, and it's always really good bills. You can always at least catch a local band if you want to. Yeah. Sometimes a touring band, and mm-hmm. there are worse places to be. Yeah, I no, mean we love it here for yeah. sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you got Vancouver, you got Seattle, Portland, L.A. I mean, you can throw New York in there. That's the only other, you know, London, New York. So you got three major hubs of amazing, Toronto, maybe. We talk about Canada because I'm very familiar with it. We're familiar with it. But you talk about some major cities with a lot of great muse, local music that be, where you have like emerging stars come from. I mean, you're talking, and a lot of folks go to LA to become stars, don't get me wrong. But, you know, the, when it comes to being part, being in a city that can, can help you become somebody and thrive and, and grow and be around a lot of talented artists and bands, Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than Seattle. I mean, it's always it's it's been a great. Uh, I mean, you're cutting your teeth with the best here. Well, how do you guys end up standing out then? Because, like you said earlier, anybody can record anything, and if you can just sort of get a, get a gig in Seattle, how do you make yourself stand out besides just that social media content? I mean, it all starts with the music, obviously. Great content, but you know, I, I feel like a lot of musicians don't look past the music because music is important. Like that's, I mean, that's your product. Let's say if you're trying to think business about it. Um, 
but what else are you doing? What are you like? Like you yeah. said, like what what's making you stand out? What's making you, you know, draw the attention? And well, I remember there was that show at the Vera Project that you guys did where mm-hmm. um, you even take out the stand up bass instead of just yeah. doing the regular electric bass, and that was yeah. pretty sick. Yeah, thanks. That's awesome. That's that's what I started playing was the upright bass. But like like that for instance, you know, we looked at that like okay, it's a uh, you know Aaron Gillespie is coming to town. From Under Oath, right? And yeah. and who else was on the bill? There's a couple uh, of his Ace buddies. Enders from early November. Early yeah, November. Some bands we used to like back uh, in the, the day. movie life. Movie you know? life. Yeah. So we're looking at these like, oh my gosh, are you serious? We're we're being invited to play at that show. First of all, yeah, sign me up, right? Getting all jazzed about it. Oh wait, it's an acoustic show. Okay, that's that's not what we're like. Like we can do it. We did it, you know. But at first we're going, oh, acoustic. Okay, we're gonna have to switch it up a bit figure out how we want to do this. And what I love about the group of people I play with is that we're versatile in that way. We can switch from doing the whole electric thing with distorted amps and all that and all the funky sounds and we can go, okay, we're going acoustic. And now we're, we're, we're showing people that we can do something besides just plug and play four chords and we can do something different and, and, and not even, does it sound different and feel different, but it even looks different. It's like, I don't know, I think that's super cool. And when I see a band do that, like when when all you hear and see is one thing and then all of a sudden they throw something totally different, whoo, like it's super. It's a unique moment. It's yeah. something you get to share with the crowd. And- yeah, and it was a very much more intimate crowd and kind of chill and you know, it's a totally different vibe and I mean, Ace loved it. I think Ace Enders yeah. was like, he's infatuated with the fact that Adam was playing stand up. He's like, I can't believe you're doing that. I love this. I want more of this. Yeah. You do this all the time. Like, well, this he is came, he came straight up to me and was just interacting yeah. with me instantly when I was just he's a nice pulling guy. the, the bass out of the case. And it was super cool. He was really nice. Awesome. And you know, for me, I, sometimes I take that for granted that that's different and unique. And you know, a lot of people think that's cool, but being able to play with someone like Dennis, who can switch over from electric on the mic to an acoustic and like bring out that beauty in the song in a different way. Oh, I don't know. It's super cool. And, and to go from a, you know, someone at the show or that's following us with our album and our social media and can see something different, you know, I don't know. It's just, I think it's cool. I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that's cool to hear. Well, do you guys have any tricks up your sleeve for the next show at uh, crocodile? Get your ticket soon, cause I don't even know if there's any left. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> well, you we guys don't. sold out your your personal pre-sales, right? Yeah, yeah we're, they're, sure. they're gone. Those were long gone a while ago. Yeah, we sold out that. Thank like you a week so ago. much for everybody coming. Yeah, out. everybody who did to supported us. Thank you so much. Yes, we're very very humbled by that. I've seen bands who just day of the show. Oh yeah, we still got tickets. Come mm-hmm. buy our tickets. That's insane that you guys sold out that early ahead of the mm-hmm. show, like well over a month before the show. I think everybody that supports us because that i mean you you included Corey and kgrg and everybody here everybody and everyone that like there's i don't think any musician would say that it doesn't mean the world to share the experience of music with other people so to have people that come out and and share that with us like we don't go to a concert to play for ourselves if we did do that we would probably play every day of the week you know, right? Because you could play every day of the week. Oh yeah, but to share that, oh, I don't know. We're just humbled by the whole thing, and it's amazing. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, and you guys too. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Our Your pleasure. You guys are really awesome, and again, the music's behind it. Every time I listen, you, 
it, I feel a little bit something different every time. It's really nice to listen through the album, and depending on the day of the week or the day I'm having, it's it always hits me in a different spot. So it's always nice to have those albums that I can go back to and listen through a different time. And I really appreciate you guys making the music, because we are we're a music radio station, and without bands, especially local bands, putting out new content, we would literally have nothing. So I want to say thank you, thank you guys for coming in. The show is at Crocodile. That's going to be that's about a week from now, right? It's on the it's on the tenth, March tenth, March tenth, yeah. Friday, March tenth at the Crocodile. Yeah, come on out, check out Van Apps, Moneta, and Marsalis. Yeah. And it's a super awesome show. I'm super excited. Get ready for that new record, man. Yeah, new record. And I, I would coming. say anybody listening, never hesitate to reach out to us on the social media. Say hello, private message. Like, we're friendly. We're oh, not, yeah. We're not too cool for school. <laughs> um, well, where can people find you on social media? What what all do you guys have just so we can Everything go through Everything almost. I think the only thing we don't have that's relevant is Snapchat. But MarsalisBand.com. Yeah facebook.com slash marsalis band instagram.com slash marsalis band got the twitter we got the spotify yeah we got, marsalis band for twitter yeah, yeah we're everywhere marsalisband.com on, on the, it's like our website mm-hmm. yep I, i've and, tried the snapchat I, I personally can't do it either so i can't blame you yeah you yeah. know it too much is too much sometimes i i think it, you know we just haven't figured out how to use it yet it yeah. feels like a very much a uh, personal thing and it's kind of hard for us since we're multiple members how we uh, yeah. how we do that yeah. we might have to screen things before people send them out <laughs> <laughs> well i think the only other thing i haven't tried so far is like the google circles or whatever it was a while ago oh, yeah, yeah that was that <laughs> did not work it's popular it? for a minute that uh, there was so much hype on that yeah that was a it big was deal. like the next thing and it went nowhere i guess you never know well, Adam, Dennis from Marsalis, thank you guys so much. We will be super excited to see you guys on it's March 10th at the Crocodile. Uh, tickets, pre-sale tickets are already gone from you guys, so how else can people find tickets? Is it on the Crocodile website? Yeah, or? Crocodile website, message the bands. Um, we might save some extra secret tickets for last minute. Yeah, you Oh, boy. Yeah, we Stay might tuned do. to our sites, <laughs> Facebook, sure. Twitter, yeah. everywhere else, yeah. Instagram. All right, guys, well, thank you so much. Have a good morning. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, take care, man.